Yep, red no, light. No, is no, it's yeah. red light. Uh, yeah, yeah, red light. Red light is good. Red light is good. Oh god. We're really dorky. Um, anyway, we've got a new episode out now. Welcome to this episode. I'm gonna start that again. I wasn't thinking right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Thank the you. Big Break Bands of Podcast. Wait, no, wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> As okay, you can I'll, tell, I haven't I'll, been here for a while. <laughs> I will start. I will start that again. Welcome to a new episode, folks, of the Three Weezes podcast. That's the um, one. Today we have a wonderfully talented guest on. We have Ria Patel. Please give a warm round of applause, for Ria. It was my yeah. clock. Oh no! I'm stop that. There you go. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, welcome, Ooh. Ria. We're just talking about the Melbourne weather and how you look like you're yes. sitting in front of the sun and we're just in darkness. I'm just, I'm just in front of a window, so I'm trying to soak up as much natural light I'm getting, but it's just gloomy and cloudy from my window, so... Um, so yeah. Yes. Did you, did you end up stepping out to go anywhere before no, it started? No. Oh, wow. You're lucky. I, d- I was like, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I got off the Not train. Right. and I'm like, damn, I'm having a, I'm having about the first shower of the day. I'm gonna have a second one when yeah. I get home. Like, it's it's great. Oh, was, did you catch the rain today? Yeah. Well, yes, oh. I caught the rain. I I timed it just right, and I caught yeah, the 751 nice. rain. Um, oh. See, like I was supposed to go to, uh, I was supposed to go on the train with Dylan, but I didn't go because I felt like dog shit today. So I would have caught the rain with you, Dylan. That would have been so cool. Yes. But. But anyway, no. it's probably not. It's probably not raining in other places like I don't know, like LA, which yeah. I oh, feel no, like. Actually, it is. I, a lot of my friends are like it's pouring in LA. So. Um, it's pouring. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Seriously, it is pouring. Like they, I, I mean, they'll like send me videos and stuff. Like it's like rainy, or they're like, oh, they're like bundled up, and I'm like, it's not that cold. Like for us, if we go to LA winter, it's not. I feel like it's not as cold as it is for Melbourne. So for us, like, oh, let's walk around no. in a t-shirt maybe. Um, when did you go to LA though? I moved to so I first after I graduated high school, I my I guess my uni or drama school was in New York, um, and then I did my first year in New York, and then I moved to LA in 2014. Um, Damn. And then I I stuck around, yeah. Damn, um, you went straight to New York after year 12. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, after year 12. So I had, so their their year didn't start till September, so I had a few months before I moved. Um, yeah, so because Weird I was initially going to take a gap year, like, oh, let me do some acting classes um, <coughs> and then I'll apply for VCA. And then my mom was like, don't waste a year. Why would you waste a year? Like, okay, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, she actually encouraged me to like, why don't you audition for like schools in America? And I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. I did not expect to actually get in. I was like, I'll just submit, see what happens. Um yeah, and then I got in and I was like, I guess I'm moving to New York. Um, Damn, what was that experience like? At New York? 18, 17, 18? 18? Oh, um, <clears throat> it, was, it was great. Like, I have never lived away from my parents. Um, and, you know, especially in another city, mm-hmm. in another country. It was amazing. And New York is... When people ask me what New York's like, I'm like, New York is Melbourne on ecstasy. So, <laughs> because, yeah, because Melbourne is just so... Calm and peaceful, and you know sometimes it just gets boring. But like 
But like the transport's great. We're very multicultural in Melbourne. But if you just add a bit of like, you know, ecstasy there, it's like you've just got New York. Like I want pancakes at 3 a.m. Yes, I can go do that. I want falafels. Yes. Oh, I want to travel from one place to the other. Yes, great. I can take a train and do that. Um, yeah, New York was amazing. I, I went in with zero expectations. Like I wasn't, I didn't really care that I was moving <coughs> to America. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, but when I got there, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, I did not like LA. That took a while to get used to. Uh, <laughs> um, you, I don't know if you've heard, sometimes people describe LA as a bit of a shithole. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it can, it can no. be a lonely city as well, but um, it, yeah, I got, it got there, like I warmed up to it eventually. Yeah. That's insane that like your mom was like, yeah, go, leave, <laughs> go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'd say I'm pretty lucky to have South Asian parents that, were, that are supportive of mm. my career choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my, like my dad's always been like supportive. And then until now, like once I started doing it, he's been super supportive. And I'm like, this feels really yeah. weird. Yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like, I, I I had this, like, transition period where I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, it was just like, oh, you got to do this, you got to in- engineering that. And then, like, when I figured out, oh, what, this is what I want to do, mm. they were like, I was expecting some fucking backlash. I was like, oh, they're going to, like, kill me or something. But no, they were like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, whatever. And now they're like, oh, wow, this is what you're doing. This is so cool. Oh, I made my son's doing this. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. it's, it's only... It's only now that, like, I'll hear my dad say, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Or, like, I'll hear from other people saying that. And I'm just, like, I get teary because I'm, like, I still feel like, you know, being South Asian, you were, like, the straight-A student. And, you know, I was on a scholarship at at school and everything. And I just felt like I had kind of let them down, like, going into a career that was, like, the... um, Oh my god, what's that word? Oh my god, the the payback is very, you know, it can be very little. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Um, so I felt like for a long time I wasn't giving them like exciting news or like, hey, I just booked this and I'm. It's like ten grand or like I'm going to be on TV. So um, yeah, yeah. So it took, but I think I think they were always proud of me. It just they wouldn't say it because sometimes I feel like South Asian parents. Yeah, they hide it. They bottle it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> You gotta wait yeah. till they get really old and then they just can't hold it anymore. And they're like, ah, yeah, exactly. but we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad would have been proud of you to see you in a Toyota ad. <laughs> like, yes, like, ah, yes. yes, finally, we get a free Camry. I know, right? Yeah, I did not get a Toyota. I was so devoured. I was like, I would have rather ridiculous. gotten a car than getting paid for that. Um, and it was great fun. I had so many, because that was like the first, that was a national commercial. So that was the first commercial that like people, I think all, yeah, all everyone in Australia was seeing it. So I yeah. was having like my friends text me, like f- friends I never even told, like, you know, back in high school messaging me or my parents, friends and stuff were like, is this your daughter? Is this Ria? So, um, <laughs> yeah. So that was like, that was kind of a cool like moment to be like, oh, cool. They got to see me on a tour ad. Yeah. But okay. I got to pick at something, right? Yeah. You had a you had a you had a Toyota, right? Yeah. Did you get yeah. rid of it before the commercial or after the commercial? Wait, what did I get rid of before? Your oh. your car, your, your, your Toyota. Co- your Toyota. I no, I still I still I still have a car that's not Toyota. Is that no? But like you know how you're in a Toyota ad, right? Yeah. And you had a Toyota car. We, in the, we in the deep, commercial. We went deep yeah. with the stalking on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, 
And my, I still had all my things there. My car was still there. I was like sitting at my uncle's place. That's why I went to like pack things up. So I had to, I had to sell my car. Um, so that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. really went down Yeah, that's why I was laughing. I'm like, she's in a Toyota like, right? and she just sold her car. Like Toyota, Toyota. Toyota. I know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. The market no, I, I sold it. I would love to just... keep it. No, 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 yeah. I even considered, should I just get it shipped over here? And I'm Jesus. like, it's, it's on the other side, Rhea. Wow. Like, what are you, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that's some yeah. attachment you had. I know, Wait, so yes. were you LA based until COVID? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like you were working out of LA, like you were like the actor. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. thinks about. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. So why'd you come back here? Oh, you just. Uh, well, because of COVID, I came back, and mm. um, I was on an artist visa, so. When okay. you're on an artist visa, like workers, you can only work within the industry. So because the industry was sort of down at that time, I was like, well, there's not much point. I felt like I wasn't missing out. So that's why I was like, I think this is a good time yep. to come home. And, and I honestly didn't expect to be here for two years. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, come, I'll go back in July. Oh, maybe September. Oh, end of the year. Mm. And then like one year went by and then two years went by. Um, and then I just decided to like, I was curious to see what the industry is like here in Australia. Um, so I stuck around, but right now I'm kind of just flying back and forth. Um, yeah, so that's, I, yeah, because I feel like, I think there's potential here, especially because they are trying to push for diversity a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, let me see what happens here, <clears throat> you know, keep building the resume and even have a representation that represents me here in Australia and in the States, because some agencies do that. Um, oh, do you have one yeah. that does that? That one agent that represents you? Uh, as of right now, no. Okay. Um, but I, I think the more credits I can rack up, the, then mm. I, I could. Yeah, I mean, he does know I can I have a visa for the states, so um, yeah. I, you know, if there was a job that came up, like, hundred percent, I'd fly down for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Damn. Speaking of credits, we had like yes. a look at your resume, right? And all the trading, all fat. the trading <laughs> colleges you went to. It's and we're like. Yeah. <laughs> How do you how do you afford that? Like, what, what is what is this? <laughs> what is this? I mean, it's hey, it's Indian parents backed by you know. No, um, I mean, I finally understood when I was looking at like mm-hmm. colleges in America what those chick flicks were saying. Like, co- college is so expensive. Like, Dad and I have been saving up, and I'm like, what what are they talking about? I don't know. What, yeah, and then when I was looking at um colleges, I was like, oh my god, this is what they're talking about. Like, it's so expensive. Um. So, I mean, yeah, I was very grateful. Dad was able to, uh, you know, support me while I did, like, when I did uni. Um, and then, like, other things like workshops and stuff, like, I was able to, like, afford mm. that on my own. So, um, yeah, so that's, I guess, that's the answer to your question. Yeah, and I, I yeah. think as actors, um, I mean, I have a lot of credits because, like, in the beginning, there were a lot of, like, short films or, like, student films. And I was just eager to just be on set and learn. Um, because, you know, acting is like, you know, you, it's a doing thing. You're not really going to mm. learn from, like, yeah. theoretical work. So that's that's probably why it looks really long as well. Because I think that's, like, the biggest fear that a lot of people have is, like, <coughs> moving to New York. It's such an expensive city. Yeah, yeah. And how do you just, like, live there and study there and, like, 
just do all yeah, that stuff yeah. there as a new um, I as mean, a, like, there's upcoming like, actor. Um, what's that? A lot, like, there's student loans as well. So, like, um, mm. you know, and, and scholarships too. But, um, yeah, I was lucky to have dad back me up. So, yeah. Nah, that's good. Yeah, never shy away <laughs> yeah. from that. Oh, I'll be proud yeah. of that because, like, that, that's what support looks like. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's insane, though. How how was it? Well, how how was it working out of like LA and in that scene? Because I, I we only hear like the most like insane stories of like actors who have like four auditions in the one day, all one hour split apart, and stuck yeah, in traffic. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's happened to me. Like I've had like you know three auditions in a day, and I'm like driving from one end to the other, and it's like the traffic. I think LA traffic has made me very patient with traffic in Melbourne. Um, I'm, if someone, if I need to drive an hour, I'm like, yeah, that's fine, that's cool. Like, I can do that. Um, um, it's, it's. I mean, it's a huge industry. I, 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 you know, but I think in terms of like, if you're talking about the South Asian industry, like, you just you know people because it's so small. You're like, oh yeah, I know her from this. Or like, I've been oh. to events where like. Yeah, I've been to events where I've had sometimes people come up to me like, oh, you're Rhea Patel. I saw your, you in this. And I was like, hi, like, I don't know you, but nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I think, I mean, it is growing. It's great to see that. But um, right, I guess the people who have always been there, like, you start noticing who they are and you just start forming a community. So it's, like, really nice to see that it is, like, a close-knit uh, community of South Asian actors that you have. Um yeah, um, that's awesome. That's that's yeah, pretty, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. that like that if that network is that tight, you can then rely on that network when it comes to your own projects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know everyone, but like usually, <laughs> like if I if I look, on, at, look up at I'm I don't know, right? <laughs> what am I doing? Not um, good enough. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm looking at their like resume, like IMDb, I'll be like, okay, I've seen this person and that. And I just think as a creative whether you're a director, producer, whatever, I think it's good to be aware of what's mm. going on around you. Um, because when you are going and meeting new people, you can, and if they bring up that, like, you know, Never Have I Ever, like that Mindy Kaling show, you can be like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like the director for that was great. Or like, I don't know. Um, so I think it's just good to have awareness of what's going on at least, even if you don't know the person personally, mm. but um, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, like coming back to Melbourne, it's probably hard, yes. but what do you think the best and the worst part of being in LA was compared to being in Melbourne and working out of Melbourne? Um, okay, the best part of LA was there were a lot more opportunities. Um, <laughs> yes, and then, but the worst part, which it's like there was more competition. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So, and then I guess, and then the same for like Melbourne, it's like, it's, there's not as many opportunities, but the, the pool of actors is smaller. So, um, <coughs> like for example, the, I've done a few commercials in LA, but like none of them were national commercials. Um, they would play them, I don't know, for a little bit and then that's it. Um, so it was cool to like be, you know, doing Toyota or I did a, I did a gov- uh, vaccination commercial for Victoria. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, God damn. She's um, just not everything. <laughs> She's just on the so, commercial like... <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so I really feel like even, um, there is a smaller pool of actors here. So it's, you know, it works in your favor. But then like when there isn't, when the casting is specifically looking for um, and, you know, a South Asian actor, like 
it's yeah, it can get a little more it can get a little bit more competitive. Um, but also, like at least you have a better chance of getting a foot in the door, or being seen. Yeah. Um, as mm. opposed to in LA, it, it may or may not happen. Um, but oh, and, and then overall, like I think the industry here in Australia is a little bit more slower and re- relaxed. Um, yep. Damn, really. Oh yeah, I remember mm. when I was looking for an agent here. Like mm. I would, I would, I would email them. Then I would um, follow up within a week. And I, I was talking to a, a business of acting mentor here, and she was like, "You need to, you need to calm down. Like, do not follow <laughs> up with them." And I was like, "What?" Oh yeah. But that's what they, yeah. But that's what they taught me in like in, in acting business school, and that's how you do it in LA. You follow mm. up with a phone call. She's like, "No, they will take, nah. they will take two three months to re- reply." Yeah. I'm like, two three months. So it, it was it was frustrating because I was just like I'm just I just want to work I want to audition I want to meet people um, so I just had to be like submit you know I'd fo- I would follow up but yeah. I'd wait for like a few weeks I'd do a phone call or whatever um, yeah it's just the pacing is so much more slower but but again the, again the good thing is like I feel like a few casting offices know me here in Melbourne because I get called in quite a lot so because it's smaller yeah, that's great but also at, sometimes yeah the yeah. opportunities yeah yeah um, as big yeah no definitely because I I did a couple like workshops that are run by like people from those casting agencies and then you get you quickly realize there's not a lot of them (laughs) I would just get I would get called by these offices like so often and I was like I was like oh great they know me amazing um and so lovely as well I, I think that is good in a way because you're able to form like a better relationship with them, mm. uh, whereas like there's so many casting agencies in um in LA, uh, but yeah. then then you have to work towards like oh I I want to be on this specific show like how do I form a connection to that casting office? Mm. Whereas here I think you can they dip into you everyone. know reach out to all of them yeah yeah, yeah because yeah, there's not as everyone. many yeah 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 wait so are you at the moment unrepresented? I am. No, no, no. Um, I'm represented here in Australia. Oh, I, in okay. LA, I had to. Yeah, LA. When I moved here, I had to drop my agent. Actually, mm-hmm. I still have my commercial agent in LA, and I told her I was like, "Hey, I don't know when I'm coming back." She's like, "It's okay. We'll keep you on the roster." I was like, "Oh, uh, that's, <laughs> that's so nice." It's so sweet, but like, yeah. they have so many actors. I think that's why they're like, "Okay, yeah, we'll just keep you on." So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like uh, I okay. should be like, "Hey, it might be a little longer." You sure you don't want to like? You sure you don't want to dump me? <laughs> no, that's really sweet of it. It's like, wow. Um, you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I was I was really surprised because like it is hard to get in front of those casting agents though without an mm-hmm. agent, especially in I feel like especially yes. in Melbourne. Yes. It's very yes. gate kept. It absolutely, and that that was the other thing that I it was just so annoying. Um, because I would have, I would like reach out to a few directors and stuff, and their question was, "Are you repped?" And I'm like, "No." They're like, no. "Yeah, you're from the door as representation." And I'm like, "But I'm talking <clears throat> to you right now. Like, what?" Um, <laughs> so yeah, that would get a little annoying. Was like, mm. I, and I didn't realize because in the beginning when I wasn't um, repped, so I booked Toyota and the vaccination on my own because I what? did a. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was without an agent. So because um, yo, yeah, because uh, what I would do is I would follow the casting agencies, and sometimes <clears throat> they would have um, open calls. They're like, oh, looking for Indian girl, blah blah blah, oh. age range. Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, so any any actors out here in Melbourne, like, if you're not wrapped, like, get on Star yeah. now, follow these agents on their Facebook, Instagram, and yeah. a lot of times they do, they do a lot of open uh, calls. A lot, lot, lot of open calls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I was, when I, now that I am wrapped, I see a huge difference. I'm like, like I saw, uh, I um, filmed for Kmart a few weeks ago, and I'm like, Oh, where was this ad? Like, where was this That's um, what I mean. casting? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, it, it, it's always weird. It's like, oh, so because in LA, what you can do, or like anywhere in America, you are subscribed to these casting profiles. Um, you mm. create a casting profile, and then every day there's a breakdown. Uh, it might be like, oh, short film, looking for XYZ, commercial. So you could get away in the beginning not having an agent. Um, but here, like, you, you can't get your foot in the door with, like, no. if you don't have one. So um, Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. It is so yeah. weird. Yeah, that's what... Oh, damn, that's crazy. I've, I've yeah, seen the yeah. open calls, but I haven't seen... Like, did they tell you it was a Toyota Red, or was it just open call for female Indian... Um, I don't think they actually, I don't think they would disclose that. Sometimes they actually no they didn't. No, they, they, I didn't they, know they, they at the time know. what it was. I, because yeah. yeah, I had originally auditioned for another Toyota ad mm. and they were like they needed dancers. So I submitted mm. a dance audition and then and then I found out it was for Toyota and then they were like, "Oh, we want you to audition for another Toyota ad." Like, "Okay, sure." And then I ended up booking the the one that you saw. Um mm. Yeah, which is really cool as well. It's like it, it's really fun when you have um, casting agents or directors who like your work and don't think you're a right fit for this, but like, hey, I want you to audition yeah. for this. You might mm. be a good fit for that. Yeah, yeah I, um, I had that for... I auditioned for a commercial a few weeks, like about a month ago, and I didn't... I was like down to me and another girl, and um, she ended up booking it. Um, and But then... I had the director text me. I was like, how did he get my number? Like, he texted me, like, yeah, like, two weeks later, asking me to audition for something else. Um, and, yeah, and that was such a great feeling because I think it's so important for actors to realize, like, it's nothing personal if you don't book it. Nah. Um, if anything, like, you know, I, you know, nurture those relationships, like, grow yeah. them, get to know the director and casting agents because they're going to help you with your career. So, mm. um yeah, so I'd say I, I'm at the point where like I'd say a good eighty percent. It doesn't rejection doesn't upset me unless like I love the role and I'm like oh I really think I would have been a great fit for this. Mm. Um, but like, now I'm just like it's okay. It wasn't meant to be. It's not mine. Just move on. Um, yeah, that's completely yeah. fair. I think it's 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 something that like new actors. I feel like even like veterans will have this moment where like they just hate casting for some reason. Whatever reason, they'll just have this like little <laughs> hatred for casting. And then like yeah. in that moment, they have to remind yourself like oh. it's never personal. And the casting happened to be some of the nicest people that you would meet. They are so nice. And also like, like they get so many submissions. Like I don't know the numbers here in Australia, but I know in like LA, like you know, for a commercial, they get thousands of submissions, mm. and it then like if you've been, if you have a, if you get called in just for an audition, like you're one of like the hundred, like or maybe it's like seventy. Mm. So be grateful. Even even here in Australia, I was talking to someone, and they were saying like, when you get called in for audition here as well, like usually what they'll do it's uh, like. 80% or like 90% or 95% of actors that they already know that are like well credited established actors but then there's like those 5% that get called in which are like the wild card so yeah. I, I had a really I had an awesome audition like uh, start of the year um, 
and I, I mean, I did not booking it, but like, um, someone was like, no, be grateful because they like it could they could have just auditioned ten actors and you were the eleventh one. So it was very, it was like very, they were very specific about it. So um, that's another good thing, I guess, in Melbourne because it is smaller. It, it feels like it, uh, the initial audition almost feels like a callback in a way. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. No, it's like it's also like. I submitted like for an ad and I remember my agent yeah. like texting me he's like oh we had to call them for like a different thing but they said they loved yeah. you and I was like yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. the gig <laughs> I didn't get the gig but I was like I got the gig <laughs> yeah yeah. But, I, yeah so like I they're very s- much they're very much champions for actors so any actors yeah, out 100%. there that are like feeling bummed out run down run through destroyed just know they love you exactly. we love you Love yourself. Exactly, and also, I, like I've, um, I've I've been on the other side as well. And again, it's nothing personal. And sometimes I always think of it as like when that actor walks in the room, like some, it's like finding true love. It's like okay, I just know this is my whatever this character. Mm. Like it's just you could be so talented. I've had you know incredibly talented actors walk in, but I'm just like you're so good, but you're not what I'm looking for. Um, mm. So it's you know it's not personal, and also casting directors want you to book the job because they don't want to go through the other hundreds of auditions and submissions. It's like so time consuming. So then they can move on to the next job. So, um, they want you to, you know, to win, to book it. So they, they, they're on your side. So I think there's this misconception that, um, they hate you or they will, and it's like also that's so much energy on their end to even just like give you that much importance. Like, like, Oh, we hate you. We're not calling her in. Yeah. Just on that, like, Sorry, though, I'm going to it real quick. Yeah. Just on that, so the whole process of, like, being rejected from um, certain gigs. So I'm just trying to get my head around because I'm, I'm in the audio degree. Dylan's in the acting degree. So what Dylan said, some of, some of that stuff translates into, like, my workflow. So, for example, you go into a gig and then, you know, you have to do a reading or you have to do a bit. Is the feedback they give you, like, instantaneous or they're like, oh, you know, that's good. We'll get back to you sort of thing. There's no feedback, at least from oh, my just, experience. I mean, if you're going, when you mean feedback, do you yeah. mean like, uh, so when I go in for auditions, most of the time they will give me direction, like, oh, can you try that like this? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. she just she just came home and had a fight with her boyfriend. Like, right. now, now try the scene. Or, or mm. um, yeah, so that's what I mean by direction. But in terms of feedback, they, I mean, usually they won't tell you on the spot, like, okay. oh, you were terrible or good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so and and I think of it if they if they are giving you direction, I think that's good as well because they mm-hmm. want to see what you can do with it mm-hmm. too. Um so you know, don't again don't be disheartened that oh they didn't like what I bought them. It's like no, they just yeah. want to see you play, that's all it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because like I yeah. was like I, I'm I f- I feel like I was like in my certain projects where I'm like recording uh, for a song or something. You know, I tell the artist, "Oh, do this and do that." Sometimes yeah. I can tell, like I can sort of see that they're like, "Oh, you know, maybe, maybe they didn't like it," but. For me, like I've sort of like come into this under- like realization where it's like we're all sort of working to this one goal of getting the best like outcome as possible, and sometimes it yeah. means your you your performance or, or whatever you're providing isn't the best, maybe an altered version of it, or maybe just a different yeah, version of yeah. it. And I I feel like it's it's something you need to get through your head. Like I I struggled with that for a while. To be honest, like if someone told me, oh you know that wasn't it, do this, I'd be like, oh damn, I put I, mean, I put my heart and soul into this, and it, and they didn't like it. But like it, I guess in the end, you're not trying to please people. You're trying to get yeah. the best optimal like take or you know product in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And I yeah I had a 
acting mentor, he was like, you you can't make them choose you. Like you, there's no there's no lucky t-shirt you wear that's gonna make you book the job. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like lucky you socks. just do your best. Yeah, you just do your best. And yeah, I I had I had one teacher. <laughs> he would um he would put like in his shoes just to, for himself, not for anyone else, but like yeah. he would put ma- uh, maple syrup in his shoes and go to auditions. Cause like he just wanted to feel like lighthearted or playful. Oh, he would put like marshmallows in between his toes. Um, and, and, right, and obviously he didn't tell them that, but like it gave him an edge because he was like, it kind of put him in a state of like, I'm here to have fun as opposed to like get the job. Mm. I think, yeah, like, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's tough. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. Man, I can't yeah, deal with wet socks. Man's putting maple syrup in his shoes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he wears lots of things gotta, in all sorts of places. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. You gotta, you gotta respect the process because, yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like you said, I, for so, like, I've done a, quite a bit of auditions at this point, and there was a turning point when I switched from this is an audition to like, Think of it, thinking of it as like a workshop. Like yeah, I would yeah. approach it like, cause like I don't know if you've done that. Like you've probably done those workshops where like you just go up, you do a scene, they give you feedback, you have a little yeah. you chuckle, you do another take, right? When you approach it like that, it's like everything, all the tension is gone. And I yeah, kind of don't give a fuck about what they think either, because <laughs> I'm just having fun. <laughs> yeah, because someone, the other way that I've been told to look at it is that someone paid for this space for you and come, for you to mm. come and act or do, like, yeah. do this scene. Like, have fun with mm. it. Um, and, you know, it's easier said than done. Like, it's always more nerve wracking when you're like, oh, shit, are they going to like me or not? Do I have my lines memorized? But, like, the more, it's just, you know, the more you do it, the more practice you get out of it. So, um yeah. I mean, and obviously show up prepared as well. That that's, yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Learn your um, learn your fucking yeah, lines, your guys. Yeah. Learn your lines. Yeah. Learn your lines. Yeah. Come on. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I, yes. I had, yeah. I, I I feel like that's such an underrated thing. Like people are like, oh, you know, make sure you're prepared for the exam. But it's like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like when you you're in like that position where you sort of have to perform. Right, and then you realize, mm-hmm. oh shit, I'm underprepared. Or if you're the director and you're like, oh, they didn't learn their lines, it just drives you insane. I guess it goes yeah. both ways. Like I had, I had someone come do vocals for me, and I gave them the the, the vocals and whatnot like prior. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how. I think it was like maybe three, four weeks. Get to the day, and I'm like, did you look at the songs? Like, oh no, I listened to it in the car. And I'm just like, what you see, you, you know why that happens? What do you, you know mean? You know, you know why that happens, right? They hear stories of like other big artists doing shit like that, where they're like they only listen to it like for five seconds, oh, and they're like, they're, like I, not, I specifically not a big shot, like exactly. I, mean, I, I specifically heard t- like they tell stories about Tom Holland and how Tom Holland doesn't read the script mm. until like all the scenes b- until the night before. I don't know how true that is, but when a new newbie actor hears that, they're like, oh, oh easy. I, done. I, he's Spider-Man. I'm going to be Spider-Man. Oh I'm like, oh, I'm done. No. And then you get I to mean, it, it's just a whole shit show. It's just like, bro. Yeah, and I just I just feel like that's disrespectful. You're just wasting everyone's time. Um, exactly. And, and, and look, Tom Holland has training and like he's worked mm. on it. So there are times where like I haven't been as prepared as I could have been because you know some yeah, XYZs happen yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's fast that's, that's, that's fair yeah but but I know what I'm but if that happens like I know what I'm doing when I'm in the room like I understand yeah, like, exactly. I don't have my yeah, lines yeah, memorized yeah. but stay in it hold, like I don't I'll let them know like I don't know my lines like 
I my my paper my lines are here. Like I'll just like like you know as long as I'm not like looking at it here, like keeping it down here and like picking up the first line and saying hmm. it's yeah. So it's just like small little tweaks you would do in order to be as prepared as you can. Exactly, um, exactly. But it's it's honestly it's like I think that's what dis, like separates the good actors from the great actors is like they have prepared. They they've worked on this. Mm. Um, I don't really think. I don't know, when I think of, like, great actors, I, I feel like, no, they, like, I heard Meryl Streep, like, the, oh, she I know wrote, I mean, her, the, she wrote, she writes, um, yeah, yeah, bios for her characters, yeah. and the shortest one she wrote was 50 pages, I was like, Jeez. oh my god, yeah. like, 50 what? pages, so, yeah. Hey, if it works, it works, man, like, yeah, mm. Anthony Hopkins yeah, reads, yeah, like, yeah. the script over a thousand times, apparently, like it's it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and, it's ridiculous. And also, I mean, find your process. Like, I can't mm. write a fifty-page bio. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, I some actors, you know, as like method actors, like they'll spend the whole day or whatever as that character. Like, just it's just mm. a matter of finding your character um, and you know doing the best you can and making sure it's still up to it holds up to the vision that the director had. Um, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like yeah. in saying that, there is the tiniest, slightest chance where, like, you know, you don't, you know, you're not prepared or not. And, and it just, it works, right? Maybe it's, like, that hell mode yeah. that the director's looking at. Like, my biggest, mm. like, one of the things I've seen was um, Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. Like, he he just he just got booked the gig by his agent. He was like, just go try it. And then, you know, he's walking out the door and his brother just said something because his brother was in the army. And he goes and he just delivers his performance. And they're like, this is not what we're looking for, but I love it. And you know, hey, look, we got one of the probably hands down one of my favorite voice actors. But again, yeah. this is a very slim chance. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's because like when you're being you, and I think that's why like it's just I think it's also a part of like your essence and how you yep. are. Um, Hundred percent. And yeah, like we get we're always told like just be you just be you like and i used to get annoyed as an actor i'm like no but i can play x y and z i can play everything it's like yeah, yeah. sure you can but there's always going to be like a little bit of ria that comes through like mm, and i didn't notice course. that till um when i do my when i go to my acting classes like sometimes my teacher will give us the same scene and when i and like when i watched every scene no one was better i mean unless someone was you know i didn't know their lines <laughs> really shit <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. you know but no one was better. It was, everyone was just different because mm. they were like that. Them, their essence was coming through. Mm. Um, yes, you know, you camouflage as an actor, like you know, you're Meryl yeah. Streep, you're like Kate Blanchett. Yeah, like great, but like I think a part of them is what makes that character come to life as well. So, 100%. Um, and you're right, and I think um, that's why you know people book work at times. They're like, I didn't go and prepare, but I think they liked me for me. Um, mm. So, you know, yeah. you, just, you just don't know what's going to happen. Unless yeah. you're Dwayne, you just play the same bloody goddamn no, character. Don't get, get, don't get me started on Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> just leave, oh, it, okay. leave it at that. Yeah, we don't have time for that. But what I do no, want to do... Ah, yes. Um, well, what I do <laughs> want to touch on... We, we've talked about all of this as an actor, but you, you've been on that other side of casting. Like, what yeah. was that like as an actor have the, now seeing your fellow kinship come and audition for you for your project like what was that feeling like um well well first of all i it's like i want them to do a good job like i'm there mm. to support them um and oh my god you just you sense that energy 
like as soon as I come in, mm. like are they nervous? Are they confident? Uh, yeah. You know, do they, do they, yeah. Um, so that's so like that, and that's good for me to learn. Like any actors, I highly recommend you. Like even if you can't like. If, so I don't know if they still do that in Australia, but like you can have a reader in the room. So if you get an opportunity to like be a reader in the room, it's just it's really important to see like how do they take direction or like how do they come into the room. Um, but yeah, it's just and it's just it takes the pressure off, uh, you know, because when we're on the other side, it's again you're like oh I want you to win oh I can see they're nervous like I I so like next time when I walk into the room you know try to not be nervous. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, and again, nothing personal. It's just you mm. You could be so talented and maybe even more talented than the person I cast, but that person just felt right for the role. Mm. Um, mm. It's just, it's nothing personal. So, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. With that, the, with that's, the, that's all I've got, yeah. With the movie you co-created? Co-created, is that right? Co-created? Co-produced, co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, co-produced. Yes. Like, how did that start about? Like, how did you get that rolling because I think at the moment that's what I'm sh- I'm struggling with like I want to make my own thing but the moment I want to like do pen to paper I like need to go to sleep or something uh, something <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well so the director who's also the producer uh, Nidhea she so she wrote that script with um, me and the girl who plays my sister in mind um, uh, I think I think she yeah she just lo- we worked with her um, separately on different projects but she wanted us to like come together and work on a script so she she wrote it um, and then I think it was like 2020 or something she was working on that script um, and yeah then like throughout the pandemic she was like no I really want to make this happen and we're like yeah sure we're here to support you so like we'd do like readings and stuff like on Zoom and then. We're like, okay, how do we get this funded? So mm. we decided to get crowdfunded, which is a lot of work. Um, but I think it's, obviously it's important to have a solid team that supports you through that journey. Um, but I guess I think I, I, we got, I got lucky that like I had, a, I write as well, but sometimes like it's just so stressful, like writing and directing and acting and producing. Mm. Like when I write, it's because like, <clears throat> oh, I'm not getting the roles I want. So I'm creating my own content. Um, when really, ideally, I would just love to be given a script. I'm like, yes, I just get to act. Like, that's my number one love. Like, that's that's my true love. Um, but, you know, for you, if you don't like writing, find people who love to write and collaborate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wrote another script and I got very lucky and found a producer and she took, care of, she took care of everything. I just had to show up on set as an actor and it was so oh. good. Like, I didn't have to, I didn't have to find the location. I didn't have to find my crew. She did all of it. It was amazing. Um, and and I didn't have to pay either. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Which was amazing. Yeah, I got, Always yeah. Always a bonus. Um, it was fun. Yeah, so I was like, amazing. And because she was looking for South Asian content to shoot. Um, and she, she's like a friend of mine, so I reached out to her. And um, she was like, yeah, I love this script. Let's work on it. I was like, oh, amazing. Cool. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, find people that love to write, direct, collaborate. Um, yeah, or like, or if you want to write your own stuff like find people who will hold you accountable to finish writing that like if you're gonna fall asleep like i don't know one of these guys call you up like hey did you write it where's my one page what's going on i will call you he will call me yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i i think yeah it just happened because we knew each other we'd worked with each other on a different set and she's Mm. liked working with us and then 
she wrote a script with us in mind. So it wasn't like she already wrote that script. She knew the two of us and then created it. And then, um, yeah, from there it was just like, how do we, how do we make this work? And we, we decided to get it crowdfunded. Um, yeah, that's, that's the quick, simple answer, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a quick thing on that. Just <clears throat> yeah. with like releasing your film, Mm-hmm. Do you have to get like a company to like release it, or do you like self-release? Because I'm thinking of like music, because like I, I'm learning to be an audio engineer and I like I produce my yeah, own stuff. Yeah. So you know, either people can like self-release their own tracks, or they usually give it to a a label that sign their track, and you know, and then there's the whole the whole thing about you know um, royalties and whatnot. But in terms of yeah. like films and stuff, like how does that like go about? Like you know, what's the process of getting you know that step forward into like getting it into the viewer's eyes, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that also just depends on, like, is this going to be on YouTube? Or, like, how do we get this on Amazon? Right. Um, yep. So, yep. yeah, yep. you can find distributors. Uh, again, that's... What's your budget? That's really what it comes mm. down to. Mm. Um, okay. So... So you have to I, pay I, for them to pick it up, or...? Yeah, I mean, if, if they oh, can... Well, okay. also, um, if they can see... You, you know, you have to show, like, okay, what is... Um, would it, would it be ROI, I guess? Like, mm. how much profit yep. Yep. are they going to make by how supporting you in, in order to distrib- distribute whatever, it's a web right. series or... Um, yep. Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to get... I'm working on um, maybe getting Screen Australia to fund a web series of mine. Um, and part of their application is that you have to show, like, how you would make profit from it. Like, if, you, if you're picking... On what platform would you release this on and why? Like... Uh, you know, like maybe I want to release it on TikTok, but is that where my audience is at? Um, right. Am yep. I doing this on iView, like ABC iView? So it's it's exhausting. So um, that's why you need to have people who do uh, executive producing, line producing, like all those sorts of things. Um, so you, because they know what they're doing, whereas like learning everything on your own is like so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, because yeah, me and because Devin relate. Devin has a little little idea of his that he wants to produce, and we're constantly yeah. conversating like, how the fuck do we get funding for it? <laughs> like, like, I think yeah. it's also just like looking for the perfect script, right? We keep like writing, and we keep looking for that perfect script, but you just got to do it. Like, you know, if yeah. it's good enough, just, yeah. Yeah, and and then I mean, look up grants as well. There's mm. that. I, I've. Mm. In, in Australia, yeah, usually grants, they will do it for, like, if it's a TV show, so a pilot, or a feature film. They don't, there's not much scope for short films, because I had short films I'd written. Um, so I was like, okay, well, no one's really funding that. Or you get, you know, <laughs> your uncle's yeah. somebody investing in it. And, that, and people do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, nah, short, with short films, it's a lot of competitions here. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. if you see that like it's a lot of competitions instead yeah. of just like standalone funding. So yeah, it's something you can consider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also if you have people with a great camera and everything who are willing to just work Devin. with you, like yeah, yeah, like you look if you that's what I'm saying. If you have good friends that are talented, have great equipment, you can create amazing content for free. Because mm. uh, like. I mean, you know, you can, but otherwise, you know, it's it is better to get everyone paid. Um, mm. But that's what just that's what it kind of comes down to is just having yeah. being around the right people. Yeah. Damn! Sounds like you got a solid network behind you. I I mean I've been growing it. I feel like I have one in LA. Like here, it's been a while to like grow that. Um, mm. But we're, I feel like we're getting there. Yeah. 
that's good. That's good. It's a good place to wrap it up. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, anything, you fellas have anything else to say? Mm, no. It's just um, Devin. I would like my payment in advance <clears throat> for yeah. the yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 as an actor, I'm gonna pre-negotiate. I want a lump, a lump yes. sum, a lump sum for in other advance. People, thank you. I was gonna <laughs> other places. You gonna get who? I'm gonna look at other um, opportunities. Wow. All right. Get on. Let's go. Let's let's yeah. Let's just leave. Useless. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Rhea, for coming on. It was such a delight to have you. It's yeah, such a thanks. great conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes, um, I'm, I'm always excited to like talk to other like South Asians. It's like yeah. yes, I want to know now, all of you. Yeah. Now you can yeah. add three new brown dudes to your little network <laughs> yeah, of, in yeah. Melbourne. Um, if you, you know, if you want to collaborate, I didn't know you were an actor as well. So like, hell yeah, I'd love to like. Dylan does acting, Devin shoots yes. people, and I do audio. Huh? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I, um, a national hitman. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, before we wrap up, Ria, do you have yes. any projects, your socials, any, everything, the floor is yours, shout it all out. Shout it all out. Yours, um, I mean, yeah, you can, you can follow me on Instagram, um, you know, the Ria Patel, uh, R-I-A, because I know people smell it, spell it like R-I-Y-A, R-H-E-A. I'm like, no, just R, just think of air, but backwards. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know, right? Nice. <laughs> Why did I play that? Sorry, that was a mistake. <laughs> I was like, damn, why are you roasting it? Victory. Yeah, all right, that's your Instagram. Any projects you want to shout out or anything like that? Or is everything hush hush? Um, there is one project which is hush hush. I'm like, fingers okay. crossed it works out. But, Stay um, tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully that happens. Yes. There you guys. There you go. There you guys. There you go, guys. There you go. There's something for you guys to look forward to. Make sure you follow Ria. Content's going to be fire. Whatever that secret thing is going to be fire. Yeah. Know it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bangers on route. You can find this episode on Spotify and YouTube. And make sure you follow us on our (laughs) socials, which is uh, Three Weezers on Instagram and TikTok. And what else should they be doing, Manoka? Oh my God. I've I've done that. Make sure to tick that notification bell so you are up to date on this banging content as per usual. And make sure to subscribe to help show your support and grow the Three Weezers family. But apart from that, thank you very much for tuning in to another amazing episode. Um, We are planning to do some more content in this sort of little realm that we have right now. But stay tuned for that. But as always, thank you for watching. Take care and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye. Cut it, Jesus Christ.